Welcome back to my podcast where we talk about working your way towards financial independence. I'm your host Enid Kadambi, a certified financial analyst and educator. Today's episode is all about money, women and myths. As a woman, I know several issues sometimes can get in the way or even limit our success. But that does not mean that we can still not achieve things, especially when it comes to your financial freedom. There's no denying that we have made some pretty good progress. Women can now have bank accounts under their own names without the need of a guardian. We can get the education and the jobs that we want. And most importantly, we can even buy and own properties under our own names. But we still have a long way to go thanks to some social, political, cultural and economic factors that still seem to be stacked against us. There's also the issue of myths that have been propagated about women and money. Most of these are so ingrained in many of us, leading to self-doubt, which affects our ability to manage and plan our finances. So, in today's episode, let's debunk these myths about women and money and get you the confidence that you need to start working on your financial success. Myth number one, we are bad at investing than men. Women have been painted for so long as risk-averse and generally very bad at investing compared to men. This has led to the perception that most women would rather hold their money in cash or basic savings account instead of investing in risky assets like property and shares. The truth is this could never be more wrong and downright patronizing if you ask me. And you should never let it get in the way of playing the securities market to the best of your ability. Because investing is the only way that you can grow your wealth not by leaving it in a savings account or under your mattress. Don't let this myth dictate your investing because the ability and willingness to take investment risks narrows down to an individual's money personality, their money script, their behaviors around money, and even their income level. Research has also shown that women are much better at investing than men. Why? Because we take more time in picking investment assets. We therefore ensure that whatever asset we're investing in aligns with our investment goals and financial plans. Secondly, we tend to hold our investments for the long haul. And that's why our portfolios generally have a higher return than that of men. These habits do not necessarily make us risk averse. It simply means we are in no rush to buy or sell our investment asset for a quick payday. Or when the market is experiencing a turmoil like most men investors do. Myth number two, women are bad at math. This one is right up there with our inability to manage and invest our money better than men. That's where the issue of women needing men to help them manage their money crops from. And this helps in completing that package and making it more plausible. Unfortunately, the excessive jargon in finance and investment doesn't make it any easier for any woman who is already doubting their ability to manage money or investing. This is just a myth because a lot of people, regardless of their gender, struggle with math. Plus, you do not have to be a math genius to know the basics of investing and managing your finances. I'm here to tell you that you can do something about the lack of knowledge when it comes to managing your finances and learning more about investments. Like any other topic that is not in your field, these topics can feel overwhelming and very complicated. All you need to do is find the right resources that break the jargon for you and make it easier to learn about finances and investments. I have dedicated my website and this podcast to doing just that. There are other sites with great content, including podcasts, blog posts, YouTube channels, and social media pages from professionals and financial institutions 
that can help you understand this world and be better at planning and managing your finances. I would also recommend reading books about money management and investing. One of the books I would recommend you start with is The Psychology of Money because it helps you see that your behavior around money has more impact on your financial success. Besides this, I would also recommend working with a financial advisor or a financial coach who can help you interpret all these jargon and draw up financial and investment plans. The bottom line is you do not have to be an A material in mathematics for you to be financially literate and empowered. Myth number three, women are excessive and impulsive spenders. Maybe sometimes you pass by the streets of Nairobi and you see something beautiful, maybe a pair of shoes, a nice dress, a nice pair of jeans and you want to buy, but that does not make you an excessive or impulsive spender. This is just another myth. The truth is that impulse buying is something that cuts across the board. Both men and women do it. And studies have also shown men spend more on impulse purchases than women. Have you seen men swooning over games consoles, sporting equipment, cars, and even designer clothes and jewelry? Yes, it happens. And in most cases, their impulse purchases involve using more money than when me as a woman just passes by the streets and picks a pair of jeans at maybe a thousand or even 500 Kenya shillings. So go ahead and buy that pair of shoes. Buy yourself that lovely dress. Sip a cocktail or an iced tea from your favorite cafe while you're at it. Look good and feel good about yourself. It can be an excellent confidence booster. We all need it every once in a while. As long as you manage your finances, you have a savings and investments account, and you have solid financial plans and goals, you will enjoy your money without feeling like you are an excessive spender. It also helps to have a budget because if you have a budget, you can always tell your money where to go. That way, you can always set money aside to treat yourself and never feel like you're spending more than you're earning or spending more than you should be spending in the first place. Myth number four. We are finally equal with men. The topic of gender equality is touchy and very emotional. So is the topic of money. But this is one of the topics that we must talk about. And debunking the myth that women are finally on the leveled playing field with men is necessary. As stated earlier, we've come a long way in women having financial rights. But that doesn't mean the playing field is equal yet. This is the point where I heavily, heavily, heavily recommend reading Why Women Are Poorer Than Men and What We Can Do About It by Annabelle Williams. Although it's from a Western world perspective, there are so many lessons out there that apply to us even in Africa. And let me tell you ladies, we have one heck of a long journey to get to the same playing field level with men regarding money and finances. Let's start with the pay gap. In this day and age, women all over are still struggling to earn the same as men in their fields, even if you have the same experience and education. Let's not forget about the tampon tax, the pink tax, unpaid office and housework, and parental leave that could potentially affect a woman's ability to earn, save, and invest. When all these issues compound, it means women earn less, we save less, and we invest less than men. We all know the power of compounding when it comes to investments. Any single dollar or shilling difference in earning that you can invest makes quite a difference in a decade. Unfortunately, there's probably very little that one can do about solving this issue. But what you can do is focus on issues that you have some control over. Start by working on your finances with what you currently have. Get a financial and investment plan and use a budgeting planner or spreadsheet to manage your finances. Secondly, you can research whether you are being paid your worth. Are the men in your field or company with the same qualifications and experience earning more than you? If that is a yes, 
it's time to start strategizing on how you can get that pay raise. If it's not possible to get a salary increase, then it's time to jump ship to a new employer where you can get the salary boost that you deserve. The bottom line is that all these myths against women regarding money are just that. So take time to rethink anything you've been made to believe about money and women. You also need to create the time to start learning more about finances and understand your personal finance goals and objectives. Use a budgeting planner and create financial goals that will lead you to your financial success and independence. And finally, be as confident in your educated financial decisions just as anyone else. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode as we work towards financial independence. I hope you found it useful and you will join me for the next one. Until then, stay proactive with your finances.